Oh, have we started? <laughs> have we started? Oh my god! I think we've started. Oh my god! You didn't even you didn't you didn't warn me. No, I like doing it this way. So, so this is uh, this is you oh off my, the cuff. Is, you have I no have, cuffs I whatsoever. Have, look, I have three quarter sleeves today. That's right. You're wearing a Dodgers jersey. <laughs> There's a big shock. <laughs> so, two years ago, yeah, two years ago, approximately two years ago, I said to you, uh, "Why don't we do a podcast?" This is what I said to you. Yeah, you did. And you kind of looked at me like you normally look at yeah. me when I propose something. And you you kind of cocked your head and went, huh. <laughs> and, I, what I did? and I think I was just tenacious, as I am wont to be, yeah. and wouldn't let it go. Right. And you finally agreed. Yeah, I, I relented. And then we did, We I think the wives were here. And we just walked into the... It wasn't the studio at the no, time. No, at that point, it was just sort of my office. It was your office, and yeah. I had some crappy uh, I think you had, you had your rock band, uh, <laughs> your microphone that went with rock band. Right. You know, that and then had we, a USB plug on it. We talked for about a half an hour, yep. and it was horrible. It was awful. It was awful, and we didn't know what we were doing. But we put it out there on the interwebs. In, on the interwebs. And, like, two of you found it. I, I know exactly which two. Which two. Not the dentist and the dentist. Yeah, they both, found it. Both found it. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, 99 episodes later... It's today! It's today. And we still don't know what we're doing. Nope. A lot of it is still horrible. Yep. Uh, but now we have more people listening to it. That's true. That's so, bizarre. Yeah, it is. So welcome to episode 100! Happy episode 100! Happy episode 100! It's the centennial! We have as many episodes as bones. That is not really accurate. It, no, it is. We have 206 bones. No, the show Bones. Oh, I, I thought you meant Bones in the Body. There's 206 bones in the body. We have another two years to go before no, we have we that don't many have bones. No, not, not that type of bones. The show Bones. Bones McCoy from bones, Star Trek. Uh, with uh, Zoe Deschanel's equally lovely sister, Francine Deschanel. I don't know Bones. I don't watch Bones. Bones. I don't watch Bones. I don't watch Bones either, but they've just celebrated... <laughs> you like saying it, though. <laughs> they just celebrated their 100th episode. Did they? Yes. All right. Uh, so, yes, it's episode number 100. Yeah, we have a lot to cover in today's show. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of stuff going on. We have, we have special guests all over the place. Uh, multiple... You keep looking at the screen. What's going I, on? I, I wasn't looking at the screen. Don't at look you. at the screen. I wasn't looking at the screen. Uh, we have special guests. We have uh, a lot of uh, very popular segments returning <laughs> for the first time in a long time. And then some very not-so-popular segments. And we have some surprises along the way. Lots and lots of surprises. But first, would you please... Tag on a hang. You know that orchestra we hired, that, that Be More Smarter Orchestra? They're getting really good at that song. They really are. I mean, it is the only song they know, so <laughs> granted, they ought to be good at should it by I be now. Should I conducting them? Uh, maybe you should next time. See what, <laughs> see what that does to the tempo. Uh, <laughs> we should see. So we have announcements. We have a lot of announcements. Announcements. Let's go. Announce uh, something. The first announcement. Uh, this is the last show we're ever doing. No, this is the last show uh, for a couple weeks. Yeah, we're taking next week off. Next week off. You're going to the circus? I am going to Wisconsin first. And then the circus. And then the circus. So you will not be available. No, I can't do another show for two weeks. So we'll be back on May 4th with episode uh, now, 101. Two weeks from... Are we skipping one week or are we skipping two weeks? No, we're skipping one week. Okay, so we, we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. All right, so... 
Because sometimes, I mean, if you say you're skip, we're skipping two weeks. I didn't say we're skipping well, two we'll weeks. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, we'll be back in two be, weeks. That can be confusing. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from right now, you could be listening to episode 101. If you wanted to. And depending on what you chose to download episode 100, you could be listening to episode 101 right now. You could. You could listen to them both at once, I suppose. I guess you could put one in one ear and one in the other ear. Yeah, you could. You need, you need two iPods, though. Uh, probably. Or two generic mp3 players yeah it doesn't have to be ipods no 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 could be a zune you could have a zune (laughs) could yeah you could have a Uh, a roxio a roxio yes indeed you could have the uh the arcos is that stuff oh yeah i had an arcos i had an arcos way before the ipod even came out yes 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 it was big and clunky yeah i had it yeah yeah it was like a like a pop tart like a really thick oh mine was like a brick i mean it was it i could drop it anywhere nothing would happen did so. it have the rubber corners yeah it had rubber oh corners. i think we had the same yeah, one blue and gray yeah and, we yeah. had the same one yeah well how could you know if it was blue and gray oh well i know i mean I, everything is gray to me so <laughs> i figure all right what's our uh, next what else uh, Lollapazula 3 is happening on august 14th that is a saturday, saturday in, in august, august. Uh, currently on our website at the top of the page if you click on Lollapazoola 3 you'll get to a page all about the the tournament coming up and on there is a PayPal link PayPal link you can uh, register now the price is the same $20 for the tournament an extra $5 if you want to stick around for the second annual pizza social yes (laughs) <laughs> like I like that, that term pizza social. I know you do. That sounds fun to me. Yeah, it fa- sounds small town. Yeah, it sounds like people in 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 overalls are enjoying. Are you pizza. gonna wear a straw boater hat? I might wear my straw boater hat. <laughs> yeah, so you have an option. You can either pay twenty dollars or you can decide to do the pizza social and pay twenty five. And if you don't, you can always pay the five dollars when you're there. Also, you don't have to decide about the pizza four months in advance. That's true. You can pay for the pizza later. It's after just the easier for us if yeah. you pay for it. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. The ball is in your court. It is your move, sir. <laughs> but instead, it is my move. Issue number 25 of the P&A Magazine, pandamagazine.com. Yeah. Pandamagazine.com. Edited by Foggy Broom. Foggy Broom. Uh, now, ep- what we found... Did we, have we already said this? That Foggy... That Broom is French for fog? Yeah, Broom is French for fog. So this is not his real name. Probably not. I would, I would, I'm going to venture to guess that Broom is actually, is actually his, his last name. I think so. And well. he has a different first name. Yes. And if, maybe he's French, so he, I mean, he could be uh, Francois Broom. <laughs> he's, he's on Facebook. Is he? Yes. But as Foggy Broom. As Foggy Broom. Yeah. Well, he uh, edits this thing, and the new one just came out. And uh, I believe that uh, I saw on Facebook already Andrew Feist. Feist! 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 Has already solved half of it. Uh,. I think he has. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. He's a genius. Andrew Feist is a genius. He is an incredibly smart guy. He finished in like the top 20 at the ACPT and uh, teaches classes on, I don't know, interstellar dynamics. <laughs> I don't know. Andrew, what do you teach? I don't know yeah, what you we teach. Do, yeah, Andrew, what do you teach? Um, Mike Nothing, what does Andrew teach? Yeah, is it interstellar and, dynamics? <laughs> what, are the, what are the main uh, transpositional tenets of interstellar dynamics? <laughs> yes, please. Enlighten us. Enlighten us. So we're going to... We're going to try We're going to purchase... We are going to purchase the purchase Panda Magazine. Purchase one. And, <laughs> and we're, going, and to we're to, going to stare at now, most of the pages. Now, wait a minute. Now, if we're going to go and purchase the magazine, yeah. if we're going to spend our good money on it, yeah. we can't just go a week and you can't, you can't just go look at the answers and get... And, well, we have two weeks until up. the next episode. Okay. We have but, two weeks. But you're not going to go... Look, two weeks. I understand. I, 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 I was not saying... I was, I'm going to take the uh, Panda with me. Uh, to Wisconsin, 
I don't think it has the answers. Anyway. All right. See, there you go. The sampler had answers. The real one doesn't. I don't think the real one has answers. All right. See, good. Then I won't look at the answers. Okay. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. All right. It'll be a race. We'll see which one of us figures it out first. It'll be a very slow, short race. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Okay. Our next uh, item on the agenda is is for you to read. Oh, I see. Uh, we're trying to get caught up on contest prizes. And, you did uh, a good job of mailing a bunch of them out. I mailed a bunch of them out last week, and I've been in touch with some other people. If you haven't received a prize recently, and I haven't traded an email with you recently, let me know and what it is we're supposed to send you. I, haven't, I have a couple more that are in envelopes ready to go that I haven't sent out yet. I believe Eric Peterson and Joanne Sullivan... Uh, I know I have things for you. But you sent it out to our friend in Saudi Arabia. But I've sent something to Eric Johnston in Saudi Arabia. I sent something to uh, 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 to a number of people. <laughs> Names are escaping me at the moment. <laughs> All right. So if you, you... so email us at rbxblog yes. at gmail.com uh, for all of your contest prize needs. All right. Uh, so we tried. Again, we tried and we failed. We did try. We tried harder than we've tried before. We did try very hard. But um, we failed. We did fail. We, it, we, I won't go into specifics, but we tried not only Chris to try to get Christina Applegate on the show, but we tried yeah. a couple of other people as well. And uh, it didn't work. No. But we do have a bunch of special guests. It's just none of them are famous. None, yeah, none of them are famous. Yeah. Well, I mean, famous. none of them are famous in the world at large. They're famous to us. They are. They and, are. and really, what more do you need? Uh, so it's, a, it's a heartwarming, small-town kind of fame. Christina, it's like you... pizza social fame. <laughs> Where's my boater? <laughs> uh, Christina, if you are listening to the show, please get back to us. We would, love, we would still love to have you on. That's right. We would. Absolutely. Any episode, anytime. I'll come back from the circus just to interview and you. And those other two people, if you're listening, we'd also love to have you on Sure. Well. Uh, go ahead. Oh, we have... Oh, you know, we're going to plug uh, our friend Jeffrey Schwartz of the Jets. Uh, he has designed an iPhone app. Yes. And uh, we saw it, and it's fun. Uh, it's very fun. <laughs> It's the most fun app of all time. Well, it's the most fun in terms of wanting to do metric-to-metric conversions. It's called metric-to-metric. Well, see, and that's a good title, because that's what and, it does. And the, the, we, should, we, should, we should point out that the two in metric-to-metric is a two. The number two? The, it's, the, it's the Arabic form of the of the word of the number it's the number it's the number so you want to if you want to find it you can type in metric two, two metric. metric ryan is drawing a two in the air with his hand <laughs> yes. which oddly enough you did with your right hand i'm holding something yeah but my you're left-handed hand. and you just drew a two in the air with your right hand i'm 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 partially ambidextrous i don't believe you we're going to read for you the uh the the app the app notes yes. that come with metric two metric the metric system is easy to understand, but it is not always easy to remember the difference between milli and micro or yata and yocto. <laughs> this simple-to-use one-screen application will be useful to engineers, scientists, students, or anyone else needing help converting kilograms to micrograms or attoseconds to zettaseconds. This is would not be useful to me at all. But if, <laughs> but if this is something that is useful to you... I mean, if, if you need, if you find yourself with a lack in your life... As far as how do I convert attoseconds to kilograms, this is the app for you. Yes, if you are currently in Interstellar Dynamics 101, <laughs> this, taught by Professor Andrew Feist, uh, I think this might be the app for you. This is your one-stop app. I believe so, and it's it's one screen. Yep, 
It's simple to use. And it only costs 99 cents. 99 cents. So for 99 cents, this app could be yours. Yes. Or for free, you could look at a screenshot of it in the <laughs> iTunes App Store. So go uh, search for that. Oh, and we wanted to wish Jeffrey uh, 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 good luck. He's already taken it, but he took his his <laughs> fundamentals. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's already taken it. And I'm thinking we no, 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 we no. were going to be at that, that 24 minutes no. into the no, episode no, 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 moment. No, no. no. <laughs> Should, should, should we wish him luck? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, Jeffrey. Uh, he took a test. The, I think a fundamentals of engineering test. Oh, oh, and I hope you did well on yes, that. Yes, yes. Yeah. The F&E test. Okay. Yes. F&E. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, and also we have bumper music today. We have yeah. bumper music today provided by your neighbor, Harry Hassel. Yes. He's a, a, a reed, a wind, a reed musician. A reedist. <laughs> a reedist. Is that a term? No. Why not? I'm not sure. Mike Nathanagel, why isn't readist a term? What, what is you... it because it sounds stupid and there's other real terms? I'm just suggesting, maybe. That might be <laughs> what, why. What is the real term? For what? For somebody who plays reed instruments. A, a woodwind player? A musician? <laughs> <laughs> well, musician, yeah. I mean, musician. I don't think anybody is just a readist. I think you are specific to the instrument. A clarinetist. A saxophonist. Well, he plays all these different types. Then he is all of those things. So that's, that's, you are a baseball fan, a crossword solver, a late night I, office worker. Is there one word that summarizes all of this? Nerd. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so there's got to be. All right, a well, word. then it's musician. I think is the no, word that, that encompasses that, all that of that. That encompasses too much. So does nerd. But I do all of those. There's things. lots of nerd things you don't do. I guess you're right. Now, between the two of us, we probably cover a lot more of the nerd. We cover category. a lot more ground. Yeah. Not physical ground. No, no, no. No, we, no. Just two people's worth of ground. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so... That is the end of announcements. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> it is the end of the announcements. All right, now we need to get into our next segment in a slightly different way. Yes. Uh, we would like to uh, bring out our first special guest. This is for episode 100. We have our first special guest yes. here. Uh, and uh, we've, we've brought her in to sing the viewer mail song. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to our show our favorite fictional lyric soprano, Miss Rosanna Nieller. That was really one of the best performances. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tearing up. Uh, so bravo, bravo. That, that's what I you... think. Bravo, because she's a girl. Oh, you say bravo? It's a feminine bravo. Really? Bravo. Are you kidding me? Maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you say bravo as think, well. I thought bravo was a type of television, like the Sony Bravo. No, bravo is a television station that shows horrible stuff. Right. No, is it horrible? No, that's Lifetime that shows horrible stuff. That's the feminine television station. <laughs> so, Lifetime. So when, so when the op, the solo is done, you yeah. shout out Lifetime. Lifetime! <laughs> okay. 
All right. So our first viewer mail is from Ray Hamill, the director of uh, Samuel Hay. <laughs> I don't remember what his, that's all right. what his nickname is. I think is. that's pretty much it. Uh, I think he was the director of a small medical research laboratory That's Ray Hamill? Yeah. That's Ray Hamill. But and he's also he... very good friends with Samuel Hay. I still don't know who Samuel Hay is. Really? No. Okay. All right. So Ray Hamill says, guys! The cross-synergy puzzles appear in print Monday through Saturday in the Washington Post. This is this is useful information. Yes, if you subscribe to the Washington Post in print, you can get the cross-synergy puzzles there. We have said before, the cross-synergy puzzles are this uh, this fictional thing that doesn't actually exist anywhere but except online. But they actually online. do exist. But they do. I, I, I do them every day. Do you? Yes, I like the cross-synergy puzzles. The cross-synergy puzzles, they're all sort of equivalent to what, like a Tuesday-level New York Times? They can get a little bit more difficult. But they average out to about a Tuesday, right? I would say they average out to a Wednesday. Really? To yeah. a Wednesday. Interesting. And then they, you know, you, th- you throw in every once in a while, you get a Bob Klon. Well, he a- does like the Saturday every week, which is really hard, doesn't he? He doesn't do this. Not, he, it's, I don't think it's a normal, maybe, I, you know, I might be talking out of my ass. You might be. There's a rotation of people. There's like I 11 the ro- people. I thought the rotation was in the Onion. There's that too. They have but a- there's like, I think the Cross Synergy, there's like 11 people who do it. Well, I don't think anybody is specific to a day of the week. No, I don't think so. But I think that it is limited to just this group of people who do I it. Think, I think you're right. I think Doug Peterson is one. Is I he? I think Patrick Blindauer is one. I think Tony Orbach is one. I, I don't do, know who I the do others so are. Many, I do so many. Sarah Keller. I, I don't know where I see the names. But I know Bob Klon. I see him. Yeah. He, he pops up every couple of weeks. All right. Well, the Washington Post, that's where you can get him in print. Or use Alex Boisvert's crossword butler. I, and the, oh, by the way, the butler version 1.2 is now uh, downloaded. It's awesome. now downloadable. 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 AlexBoisvert.com. Yes, and you can now get, uh, you can download the the new Peter Gordon The puzzle. new Washington Post puzzle. That's yes, the puzzler. The puzzler. The, the but it downloads it in a weird way. It doesn't download it in .puzz format. Is so it you a have PDF? To, I think you have to go in and you have to, it's not, it's a totally different thing. Oh. But I think you have to go into the file name and change it to .puzz. Oh, really? That's what uh, Peter Gordon said in his last Fireball I email. See. I see, I see. So it's, it's okay. a little bit more involved than usual, than normal, than ever. Go ahead. Our next viewer mail comes to us from Vic, the gavel, Fleming. This is old news, but uh, we just found out about it recently. Uh, Vic says, I subscribed to the New Yorker magazine, but had missed the March 15th issue, in which appears an item in Talk of the Town called Department of Hoopla Solvers. No, Department of Hoopla Solvers. I don't understand that, Vic. I think anyway, I think you have to run it together. Department of Hoopla Solvers. No, not the whole thing. Just Hoopla Solvers. Department Hoop. <laughs> Department of Hoopla Solvers. Department of Hoopla Solvers. Department of Hoopla Solvers by Michael Schumann. <laughs> you just run the whole thing together. All right. I subscribed to the New Yorker, but I missed the March 15th issue. It just appears to talk of the town called Department of Hoopla Solvers by Michael Schumann. It captures some of the conversation of the ACPT and features, among others, Peter Gordon, Jonah Kagan, Natan Lass, and Frank Longo. Lifetime! <laughs> Was that good? Yeah, that was good. Okay. So there, there was a, an article in New Yorker about the ACPT. Yeah, and a bunch of people uh, were quoted in it and talking about stuff. Including and you know who was not mentioned? You. No. Me. Will Shorts. Will Shorts was there not was mentioned. Whole, whole article. A whole article and they didn't mention Will <laughs> Isn't Shorts. Isn't that bizarre? That is a little weird. I feel like if Will Shorts wasn't there, there wouldn't be one. I mean, I mean, maybe there would. I mean, eventually he might pass, but he's kind of. <laughs> what are you I'm using just, our hundredth episode to place a death wish on? No, Will no, Shorts? no. I'm just saying that he's kind of the driving force behind yes, it. Yes, he is. He organizes the whole thing. That's true. So he seems to be an important person to at least mention. Well, they didn't. There's the New Yorker for you. Bunch of 
I don't read the New Yorker. I don't read the New Yorker either. Yeah. To hell with them. Exactly. What kind of magazine do they think they are? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Come you on. You just put an ER at the back of a city name and come up with a magazine. A city name. It's not a state name. That's I would have thought state first. Oh, I went with city. Really? Because New York Cityer? That's a magazine? No, New Yorker. New York. New York is the city. New York City is the city. It's also... No. You can... If you put on an envelope, <laughs> if you write an a, on an address, an address on an envelope, yeah. you don't write New York City. I mean, you can write New York City, New York. I write you, New York City, New York. Well, I don't. I write New York, New York. This the the the, the city's so nice. They named it twice for crying out loud. They named it twice, <laughs> New York, New York. That's the name of the song. That's the Frank Sinatra song. Oh, he didn't Stop write. Stop spreading the news. I'm leaving today. <laughs> I'm gonna make a brand new start of it in old New York City. Oh, maybe you're right. <laughs> All right. Steve Smith is our next viewer mail. Steve Smith, Steve creator Smith, of uh, Word Word Sweep. Sweep. Word Sweep. We, Word Sweep. Yeah. Word Sweep. Word Sweep. Just listen to podcast number ninety-nine, which I thoroughly enjoyed. A few comments. One. This is actually, the next one is going to be a question, not a comment. Just clarify. Getting, oh, I'm ready. Up. I'm ready for a, question. for a question. I'm buckled in. Why did it sound like the car portions were occurring inside a toilet bowl? Uh, they were, actually. <laughs> we had a toilet in the car. And, uh, it was we a took long turn. drive. Uh, here's the reason. It's because there was a lot of noise in the car because we were driving. Ambient and, noise. Yeah, noise of the road, of the car, of the surroundings. And I did a little bit of tweaking to that to try to reduce the amount of car noise and i tried to find that point at which i reduced the car noise as much as i could without distorting the voices beyond recognizability okay uh so yes it sounded a little bit echoey and that was a result of uh the sound editing okay that was the toilet bowl effect yep like the doppel doppel doppler doppler effect yeah <laughs> i kept wanting to say doppelganger the doppelganger That's effect not really it no that's well, what Jared Hirsch does to you. The doppelganger you, effect. When you learned the, the the Doppler effect, what vehicle did they tell? Did they use it as an example? Oh, I don't remember. It's a train. For me, it was always a train. Uh, was it? We yeah. didn't have trains up where I lived. You didn't have trains in Maine? No. No trains in Maine. <laughs> they really weren't. They really weren't. I mean, there might have been like industrial trains, but there wasn't like well, any sort of other kind of train. We, we didn't have trains. More like passenger trains. I don't think that's a good excuse for why you didn't learn that that way. We didn't have any trains in my neighborhood. I don't know. All right, I'm just asking. I don't know the answer. Number two. This is this is a comment, a genuine comment. Two. I'm accustomed to having Brian on my left and Ryan on my right, which they were in the car segments, but your recordings from the tournament itself were reversed. It was all very disconcerting. Yes, we do a slight stereo displacement to put me on the left and Ryan on the right. The reason we chose the left and the right is because I am slightly hard of hearing on the right side, uh -huh. and so I like to have Ryan at a much softer volume when I listen to the show. <laughs> so that's why we go that way. Uh, you're stepping on my foot. Sorry. Um, anyway, no, we were recording in the car on a handheld recorder that was in stereo, and right. because I was driving, I was on the left. So it worked that way. But when we were at the tournament, we just sort of took turns, took took turns holding the uh, and recorder. I guess it got turned around. And sometimes it got turned around. And then sometimes when we'd be interviewing another person, like we talked to Kelly Langan, we talked to Bruce Sutphin, uh, like we had to turn, give them one side and give us the other side. So it Right. I feel like if we around. had paid attention to it, maybe we could have kept us on the, on the right, on the correct side. Yeah, but we didn't pay any we attention to it. We didn't pay, to to pay, pay no. any attention to it at all. Number three. This is, this is Steve Smith's last comment for uh, episode number 100. 
Car Games didn't catch all of the goal of the movie game, but we play a game called The Lyric Game. One person chooses a song that everyone will know. They choose one word from the song. Everyone else tries to guess. If they guess wrong, they can ask for either the word before or the word after. As they keep guessing and accumulating words, they finally arrive at the song or give up. Okay. I would be bad at this game. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would be very good at it either. I'm, but I'm, it sounds uh, like it could pass a lot of time on a car ride. I feel like you should make, uh, uh, Steve Smith, you should make a board game. Go for it, Steve Smith. I think it should be called uh, a Song Lyric Jingo. Interesting. Um, I don't know what that means. The movie game that Steve was referencing, we were playing in the car the a little bit. The 12 Guest Movie it's Game. It's the 12 Guest Movie Game. and it's it's. Some people emailed us asking, what was this movie thing you were doing at the end of the episode? And some people actually tried to guess. The, the way it works is, so you think of a movie, and then the other person has to guess the title of the movie, and then you are instructed that your title is either higher or lower in the alphabet than the person's guess. Right. And you get 12 guesses to get the movie right. Uh, and uh, you're very good at it, and I am bad. I was able to guess Ryan's movie successfully, I believe, three out of three legitimate times, and the fourth time I was not able to guess because you forgot what order the alphabet went yes. in. Yes. Uh, uh, a couple times I forgot. Within that one round. Yes. Yes, you forgot several times. Yes. Yeah, it completely derailed the entire event. <laughs> an, an event it was. Yeah. Our next viewer mail comes to us from a mother of Dan Fayer, winner of the C Division, winner of the B Division, winner of Lollapazoola 2, winner of the A Division. <clears throat> she says, Pride being an ever-expandable commodity, I would be proud to take pride in the recent accomplishment of Eric Maddy. But there is a price. The pride has to call, has to write, has to promise to visit in the nursing home. And you guys should take great pride in the accomplishment of 100 podcasts. Sticking to anything that doesn't carry a paycheck for two years is a tremendous accomplishment. And doing it in a way that keeps completists completing, keeps getting new people involved, and has evolved into fine entertainment is a major feather in your caps. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, mother of Dan Fair. Yes. That is a very sweet thing to say. I have actually uh, stuck to uh, an acting career for about, <laughs> about 15 or, six, or 16 years that has not, uh, has not, doesn't carry a paycheck. Yeah. A very, well, very rare paycheck. Yeah, that's sort of like my composing career. Yeah, very rare and very yeah. small. I, I've been a so-called professional composer of music now for, I don't know, quite a number of years. I think yes. 17 years and uh, very, very small paycheck involved. Yes. Well, there's always the future. Well, there is. There is. That's true. Uh, all right. So our next beer mail is from Bruce Sutphin. Bruce Sutphin, who does not have a nickname. Bruce Sutphin should have a nickname. Bruce Sutphin might be the nicest guy in the world. He's been he following our blog and our podcast for less than a year. And uh, he comments every day on the blog and is always so nice. And, and we, we met, met him. You know, <clears throat> we met him at the Boston CrossFit Tournament. Yeah. And just, in person, he was he was also just as nice as you might think. Yeah. Absolutely. And where did you, when you had jury duty, where did you go? Me? Yes. Uh, I went somewhere in Queens. Did uh, you go to Sutphin Boulevard? Oh, I might have gone to Sutphin there Boulevard. There you go, yeah. right? Yeah. Bruce, like, did they name you after the street? <laughs> what came first, the Bruce <laughs> or the Boulevard? Uh, did you, you ever have Fifth Avenue Seltzer? We've done this on have, a show. Have we? You did this, okay. and I didn't know what it was, and then right. it derailed into a discussion of true root beer. Oh, right. Do you remember this right. now at all? Anyway, Fifth Avenue Seltzer. <laughs> Which came first, the Seltzer or the Avenue? 
right? And it doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't, but you did this. This is old news. Oh, okay. If we're going to rehash old bits, we should at least hire actors to play us. You know, we really should. We really should. That's a good idea. You know what, Franklin, Hmm. would you go off into the sunset somewhere, see if you can find a couple actors to come in later on this show and rehash old bits for us? Yes, please. That would be fun. Franklin? Franklin? Eating a sandwich. Franklin, (laughs) would you go? Go now. Yes, now. This guy. Oh, my I don't God. know. A hundred episodes in, and he still just sits there eating a sandwich. Useless. Completely. Useless. So anyway, Bruce Sutphin. <laughs> Would you read his mail? Uh, Bruce Sutphin says, just wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode. It's been a really nice thing to listen to each Tuesday morning for the last eight months. It is by far the most entertaining, monolingual, puzzle-themed podcast self-produced by two guys on the eastern seaboard in the age range of 35 to 40, and that's really saying something. Wow. <laughs> this saying something. Yeah, it is. Keep up the great product. Well, I would you. like to point out that the first, I don't know what, eight episodes maybe, I was not in the 35 to 40 age range. Oh, interesting. I celebrated my 35th birthday, I believe, somewhere around episode 10. I think I was 35. You were. You're, you're like six months older than I am. So I was 35. You were 35 oh, right, when we started now doing I'm this. now I'm 37. Yeah, and I am still 36. 37? Anyone? 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 Anyone got that? Anyone? Mini contest. You get no prize, but feel free to write in with that one. Uh, so, uh, once again, now to close up the viewer mailbag, please welcome back to the program fictional lyric soprano, Miss Rosanna Nieller. Astounding, she is, and I'll, you know I, I don't feel bad saying this. Not bad to look at. No, she's she's very nice. Easy on the eyes. <laughs> uh, so uh, hopefully this will also boost her 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 appearance in crossword puzzles. So I hope so. Get rid of that. I know of that yeah, uh, yeah that nonsense that about the National League and baseball. Dodger or pirate, e.g. Yeah, yeah right, right, exactly. Ugh, ugh, ugh. So that's the end of the viewer mail. It is. I know. Uh, it doesn't feel right to you, does no, it? No, no, but snapping it's, it's closed. Everything yeah. is closed. Okay, yeah, I've done. checked it. Yeah, uh, so the next uh, segment is Crosscan spreadsheet. Crosscan retired from doing the spreadsheet. He did. Then he came out of retirement. Yep. He's like Brett Harva. <laughs> that you, how you pronounce that? That's Har- how you pronounce that. Harva? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, he, has, he has unretired, yeah. and he has updated the spreadsheet through 99 episodes. That's right. There are... 1,450 names on the spreadsheet. That is unbelievable. We have mentioned 1,450 separate people. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, What does that come out to per episode? Uh, Approximately 14.5. Wow. So, uh, 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 and we're going to 
post them on the blog because if we start we'll saying post, like, them now, we'll post like top tens or top twenties. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll post some sort of. But stuff. we're not going to say any of them now because we don't want to screw up these standings. Yeah, that, wanna... that just makes a headache for Crosscan. Yeah, and we don't want we don't Crosscan with a headache. That's a bad idea. Yes, because they don't they don't have aspirin in no. Canada. No, they don't have anything no. like aspirin. No. no, no medical supplies whatsoever. <laughs> no, just no, snow. No, no. Just that's snow. It, just snow. Uh, but they do. Don't they have like? 35 different words for snow? I think that's Eskimos. Eskimos don't live in Canada? Maybe some do, but I don't think it's Canadian. The Venn diagram of this, <laughs> Eskimos is a small subset of Canadians. Oh, is it? Well, actually, I think it's even an overlapping subset, because I think some Eskimos might live in Canada, but some Eskimos don't live in Canada. But certainly not all Canadians are Eskimos. I think you're right. Not all Canadians are Eskimos. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't think Crosscan is an Eskimo. Alanis Morissette is not an Eskimo. Are you sure? No. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What? Igloos. <laughs> what about them? Do already do any? There's the there's the standard look of an of a cartoon igloo. Yeah. Yes. Are it's, there other architectural styles available? No, that's not what I was thinking. Oh. I was thinking, is there actually a a real igloo that is that actually looks like that? I mean, do they make the curved bricks and do they make the dome and then they have the little entryway? Yeah, I don't know. How did that? How did that that, that 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 generic look of an igloo come to pass? I'm not sure. Mike Nothnagel, teach us about the origin of the igloo. <laughs> yeah, it seems very difficult to make those curved bricks out in the middle of the Arctic wilderness. I know. Crosscan, how do you do it? Oh, yeah, T- send us some photos of your house, Crosscan. <laughs> I'd like to know what it looks like. Yeah. So as would I. Uh, coming up next, we have uh, a little bit with the Oracle, with Mike Nothnagel. Uh, he's, we asked him a couple questions last week. Uh, why do we still not understand the difference between a transitive verb and an intransitive verb? That's, why, that's what we asked him. We asked him that, and he says, have you been doing your homework? If not, I'd say that's a, probably a big part of it. I certainly haven't seen you during office hours. Well, I, I certainly haven't been there during office hours. Uh, now, wait a minute. Do you is have this, office hours, Mike? Is this Is this... Is this his office hours at the at the, at the Culinary CIA? Institute of, of America, or is yeah. this his office hours as the Oracle? I'm not sure, Mike. What do you have? Two sets of office hours? How does that work? Yeah, it, Mike Nothnagel. <laughs> does the Oracle have separate <laughs> office hours from Mike Nothnagel, the professor? And has Nicole Hirsch visited you? Yeah, yet? we're, we're trying to find she, out about What that. did she bring as tribute? This is we, we still don't know. I know the answers to these questions. These are important. Uh, speaking of important questions, we also have: How does the Oracle pronounce a p r i c o t? The oracle pronounces the initial vowel like the A in cat. So, apricot. 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 So, what are our, what are our options there? Apricot, apricot apricot, and vongsathorn. <laughs> and he says apricot. Apricot. Okay, that I'm sounds good. I'm not really good. sure what an apricot is. No? Is it like a peach? Uh, it's smaller than a peach. But it's like a peach. Yeah, I is think so. Is it fuzzy? I don't know if it's fuzzy. I, like I don't know if I've ever eaten real apricot. I've uh, eaten dried, dry, yeah, yeah, dried apricot. Yeah, that's all I've ever had. I've not had a real one. Well, we should we should, we should, should look into that. Yeah, we should look into that. Now, have that. you had a pluot? I have had a pluot. That's like a half plum, half apricot. Yeah, that I have. How have I had that, but not an apricot? I don't know. Maybe apricots aren't any good raw. Maybe What's you have the, to dry them or cook them. What do you them. call the, the, the cross between an apricot and an orange? Uh, Orangicot? An Orangicot. I like that. An Orangicot. All right. right, Well, thank you, Mike Nothnagel. Yeah. Our next segment is Fiction with Thomas Heilman. This is an old segment. Yes. We haven't... Thomas Heilman. 
Yeah. We don't hear from him for weeks, for months. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we hear from him twice, a lot. twice in the last forty-eight hours. Right. Yeah. And then he's gone again. I know. And on his Facebook, he's on a boat. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he has a boat. Maybe he's a yachtist. <laughs> what do you think? Is that the game with the dice? A yachtist? Yes. I don't know, but I can use metric to metric to translate yachtists to yachtists. <laughs> so here is here is his fiction. Are you going to read this? I am going to read it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I usually read fiction. Do, oh, do you want to read it? Well, I usually do. So, then go ahead. You usually introduce it and I read it. Go ahead. Do you not remember how the segment works? I thought I thought we were going to switch it up, but go ahead. We can switch it up. No, no, If no. you'd like to read it, no, you no, go no, ahead. No, 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 read. I, I enjoy Thomas Heilman's fiction. As do we all. But go ahead and read it. I, I feel bad now. No, you go should ahead. read it. No. Really, I think you should read it. I don't want to read it. Would you please read no, it? I'd read like it. you to read None, it. Nobody reads it. So coming up next, it's Ryan Hecht <laughs> reading Fiction by Thomas Heilman. I liked seeing Ranch in the Grid. This was this was uh, uh, from Sunday. <laughs> Come on. Fiction by Thomas Heilman. I liked seeing Ranch in the Grid. When I was a boy, the FBI came to our high school once to talk to us all about possible jobs later down the road in the FBI. I was fascinated by the prospect, but just didn't think my name was FBI material, especially my first name. I couldn't see busting down a door and yelling, Tom Heilman, FBI, in a threatening manner. Tom is such a soft-sounding name. Where's the male threat in that? So I tried coming up with other tough-sounding names, and I came up with Ranch. How scared would you be if I busted down your door and yelled, Ranch Heilman, FBI? I like this. Yeah? I like that. Now, like most Thomas Heilman fiction, we think about half of this is true. About half of it is true. What part do you think is true? What part do you think is not true? I think that Tom is not a soft-sounding name. Uh-huh. I think it has uh, grading uh, uh, qualities to it. Oh, interesting. Yes. That's really interesting. I don't think you would bust down a door. I think you would break down a door. You might smash down a door. You might bust through a door. But I don't know if you bust down a door. Interesting. Yeah, All right. So, again... That's the issue I have. It is just 50% true. Yeah, but Ranch Heilman. That's a good name. That is a good name. Ranch Heilman. Ranch. Yeah. It reminds me of an old Peanuts cartoon where Charlie Brown said to Lucy uh, he didn't like his first name. He kind of wished it was something else. And Lucy said, well, what, do you, what would you like it to be? And he said, I always kind of thought Flash would be a good name. And then Lucy goes, Flash Brown! And then she runs around and makes fun of him. <laughs> she was... She was a real bitch. <laughs> yeah, she was. My God. So, wow. uh, yes. Thank you, Thomas Heilman. Yes. We love your fiction. Tell we us do. more about when you were a boy. We do. Uh, that is Thomas Heilman as a boy. Uh, the, the, our next segment is New Term of the Quarter Month. Oh, yeah. I got an email from uh, our friend Amy Ronaldo, who hosts the blog at uh, Diary of a Crossword Fiend. Uh, also known as Aranjakot. <laughs> she is an Aranjakot. <laughs> Uh, Amy has written to us to say that uh, Meryl Perlman, who teaches at the journalism school at Columbia University, has a term for dictionaries that let in words and meanings before they are ubiquitous. And that term is slut dictionaries. I like this very much. Slut I have a lot of issue with Merriam-Webster taking ginormous as a legitimate word when I don't believe that it is yet ubiquitous. So I think Merriam-Webster is a slut dictionary. Define for me ubiquitous. Everywhere, commonplace. Commonplace? Uh, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Mike Nathanagel, what does ubiquitous mean? For, for a word that means commonplace? It's so not. It's not. I don't think it means commonplace. I, I, maybe widespread? I don't really know. I don't know. I can't define. All right. Hold on. Narrate something for a minute. We'll look it up. All right. So, because uh, we were talking about ginormous. Did you mention that we were talking about ginormous? Yeah. 
uh, and that we, 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 at first we didn't think it was a real word, but then we realized it wasn't a real uh, a dictionary. Omnipresent, being Omni everywhere at once. Ubiquitous, okay. That's sort of what I was saying. Now, now I, I think... That's sort of what I was, not exactly what I was saying, but it's close. I think ginormous is ubiquitous. Though. I don't. I mean, if it's everywhere, we discuss this. People say it. Writers write it. In books and magazines, yeah. it's in the dictionary. Then it should say slang next to it, because it's slang. Where else does it need to be? I want it to be labeled as slang. I don't think it's a legitimate word. So slang words are not legitimate? Word. No. But sl I disagree. Okay. I think slang words are, I mean, they're words. They're just types of words. Before it was a cane, it was a stick. I realize this. Okay. Franklin, did you find two people? I think he found two people. <laughs> well, bring them in. Okay. Now we're going to go back now in time. Now we're going to go back in time. All oh, right. my God. Look who it is. Oh, my God. We can't talk to them because we recorded this yesterday. But but we're saying who it is, right? It is the dentist and not the dentist. We decided to revisit some old segments. Rehash, yes. as you said. And, and rather than just... Uh, replay them which anybody can do on their from vinyl on their arcos because we well we have them on vinyl we do have them on vinyl we decided to get two professional actors yes to recreate some old segments classic scenes from the fil the first 100 episodes of yes Filmian. and they just happen to be the dentist and not the dentist yeah are two of uh, maybe four original completists yep. of the show so they we are. thought who could be more and they're both actors they are both actors, yep. and they. Why do you keep saying actors? <laughs> just waiting for me to respond to it. Is that all? Yeah. And now I have. Okay. Good. Now let it go. Uh, uh, so they're, they're, we're going to be recreating three scenes. Three. Three scenes from the past hundred episodes of Fill Me In. Yes. And uh, featuring uh, the dentist as Ryan. Yes. And not the dentist as me. Yes. Now are we are we just running them all together? Or are we going to? talk in the middle. No, I don't think we're going to talk in the middle. I think we're just going to run them together. All right. Do we say what the scenes are? No, I don't think we say. I don't think we need. We'll just play. They don't they're, have they're, titles from, they're from old episodes. We're going to have bumper music in between. We'll have bumper music in between. If you go up to Mount Vernon, you can go see George Washington. You can see how he churned butter. Now listen, Vernon, there's only one important thing to know about Vernon. It is not the mountain in New York where George Washington... It's a town in Connecticut that houses Rhine's New York-style deli. And at Rhine's New York-style deli, they have a sandwich called the OTB Trickle, <laughs> which contains corned beef, pastrami, tongue, I kid you not, Swiss cheese, coleslaw, Russian dressing. How is that a triple? Because it's three pieces of bread. Okay. I believe it goes bread... Corned beef, Swiss cheese, bread, coleslaw, pastrami, tongue, bread. That's a double, because there's two levels. So there's four pieces of bread and a triple-decker sandwich? I thought triple-decker meant three pieces of bread. No, that only makes two levels. What is a decker? If two pieces of bread makes one decker, three pieces of no, bread... No, no, so a decker, a decker is the space between the breads? You get the one for free. What is a decker? A decker. Is it the space between the breads, or is it the bread? It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. So if I make a normal sandwich, that's a one. That's a single-decker sandwich. That's a single-decker sandwich. So if I then use a third piece of bread, that becomes a double-decker sandwich. Right. So mathematically, we're saying decker equals bread minus one. Right, just like centuries. Centuries equal bread minus one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
Send us an email at rbxblog at gmail.com. Yes. And Twitter us at Be More Smarter. Twitter us until your thumbs are raw. Yeah, you were hoping that was going to come out better, weren't you? It came out all right. Meh, barely. But it came out all right. It it came out. You said barely, so that means it came out all right. Barely. Barely, but that's all right. Barely. <laughs> and no, uh, sorry. No, no. So, oh so, my sorry, god. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry. You just sorry. said it again. Sorry. You just said and. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's it. Forget it. I'm done with the show. I'm done with you. I am done with all of this garbage. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the show. Go on. <laughs> sorry. So this was an interesting week of puzzles. We had we had some good ones, and we had a couple we didn't like. We did have a couple we didn't like. Tuesday and Thursday, it seemed. Yeah. So next week... And Monday. And Monday. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday we were... Also Saturday. Saturday. and But we liked uh, Sunday. Meh. You know, I didn't care for... Now, remember who did Wednesdays? Raymond C. Young. No, Alan Arbusfeld. Oh, Alan... Alan Arbusfeld. Alan Arbusfeld. Alan Arbusfeld. Sean Bonksathorn. Sean Bonksathorn. Eugene Varshavsky. Narian Venkata Subramanian. One take! <laughs> one take! One take! Do not fade this out! Do not fade this out! It was on one take! It was one take! It was Narian Venkata Subramanian, and it was on one take! <laughs> Uh, All right, are we back from that? We're back from that. I do not laugh like that. Yes, you do. I do not sound yes, like that. Do. No, I don't. I will never laugh again on this podcast. Now we as tried. A of that. We tried also doing it reversed with the dentist doing me. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That, that didn't work at all. Apparently, I sound like a Swedish mother. Is this true? <laughs> I think you do. Is this, this true? I think maybe it is. I think maybe it is. Oh boy. oh boy! That uh, so. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, that was so much fun. That was. Uh, they are great, great people. Those two. So it's they very are. exciting to have them on the show. Yeah. So yeah, not only are the original completists, but they're also just friends of ours from before. Before we ever did this. Before we ever did this, yeah. and they are really our only friends who have actually listened to to all, all of it. To all of it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Now, speaking of people who have not listened to all of it. Uh, our, up, our, our next segment is our is our featured interview in this episode. Yes. It's featured interviews in this episode, and today uh, we are going to be interviewing two fantastic people, yes. wonderful people. They are not puzzle people, and they're not podcast people. They don't solve crosswords, and they don't listen to what we do on this show. They do, however, listen to what we do in the rest of our lives. <laughs> the other. The, the other uh, 7.99, 6.99 days a week. Right. Uh, they listen to that. And they are, of course, uh, our lives. Where did you get these? <laughs> Where did you get these microphones? I don't know. Where did we get these microphones? I don't know. You got them. I showed up one day and they were here. I think I might have gone to microphone.com. You broke my old microphone. Uh, you broke your old microphone. No, you broke my I broke microphone. your old microphone. And then you threw it out. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I threw it out. Oh, it's broken. It didn't work. Aren't yeah. they fancy? Yeah. They're very fancy. All right, so we have the wives here. We have the wives. This is, our, this is a special interview segment here. So uh, let's see. Uh, who are you? Uh, Tony Carrington, wife of Brian Simmons. And state your name. <laughs> Take off your pants. <laughs> My name is Catherine Hecht. <laughs> and you are better known as Pickles. As Pickles. They're, not the they're, yodeling pickle. Not the yodeling pickle. Clarify that. She is time. the original collective Pickles. <laughs> right. She yodels sometimes. Do you yodel? Ooh-ha. 
That is the yodeling pickle. That is not you. This is much more serious than I expected. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so, so we're, we're we wanted we're... to take a couple of minutes and talk to you folks because uh, you guys you don't solve crossword puzzles. That's us no. folks. And uh, but but you're married to us. Yes. How, how do you to- oh, Catherine? How do you tolerate being married to your husband? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually. I think it's pretty cool that there's something that I don't, um, it, it's not that I don't have an interest in, I don't think I'm very good at them, um, because every time I try and do a crossword puzzle I get immediately frustrated because I, I just, doing it on my own, I, I don't feel like I can finish even one clue, but when I get to help Ryan, like in a Wheel of Fortune kind of way, I, I he makes me feel very smart about it, but it's, um, I, it's nice to have something diverging interest like that. Now, Tony, just last night you helped me with an answer. There was a puzzle I was doing that I didn't know the answer to, uh, the horror movie that had Damien in it. Oh, yes, And yes. you knew it. I oh, didn't know it. Heavens, Is did that I Children know of the Corn? That's uh, what I thought no, it was, but it didn't fit. The Omen. Oh, the Omen. It was a four-letter entry, so yes. I, I thought maybe it was just The Corn. Like, like I was ready to write in The Corn. <laughs> the Corn. Like Catherine, I, I equally feel so excited whenever I can actually get a clue. A clue. Singular. <laughs> Now, I don't know if I don't know if you if the wives know this, but you're very popular amongst our podcast people, this audience. This is why you're on the show. You're on the show yeah. because Sweet. people have asked for yes. you. That's why we're in demand. We, we asked everybody what should we do on our hundredth episode, and many I don't know if you know this was this is our hundredth episode. That is oh, very cool. Oh, this is, is brand very, new information. Cool. This is your hundredth episode. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. You, you guys, you guys do a pod. What, what are these? What is this? Where, Where am I? What are these, can I eat this? <coughs> no. Yodeling. No, no yodeling. No, no, no. We don't yodel. No, no. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Do I'll it. break it. Do if it. you do it, I will break it. See how he talks to me? Oh, I will break it in see, pieces. See, this is also why we have you on, so you can see how he talks to me. Is it always this hot in here? No, <laughs> we usually have the air conditioning on for a while before we start. Does Ryan but always four people swing here. that stick around? Yes. Yes, this yes. is my baton. <laughs> why is it in a case? <laughs> this is what we should have done, is have them interview us. That's what this should be. Why is it in a case? Because this is how it works. This I, is how the baton works. I have a question. Okay. Um... When you when you do crossword puzzles, is it more like you're using your creative parts of your brain or your mathematical parts? Mathematical. Or your nerdy parts, just your nerd. Mathematical slash nerdy. Yes. I, well, I don't I don't have a mathematical part. I'm not very. Why good are you at... handling our finances? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that could be a problem. That could. That explains uh, the stick. Uh, I I think it's creative. I think I think you think solving a puzzle is creative. Well, I think you can think creatively. Hmm. That's why when there's a fun puzzle, then and and the person who's done it has been done it in a creative way. It's more fun to solve because then you can think more creatively. Interesting. Not just straightforward. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so what else? I don't know, Tony. You have any uh, any, any stories you want to share? You hear all the recording. Oh, I do. I get to enjoy the... Okay, everybody. Everybody at home. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners at home. It must be known that I maybe have listened to zero podcasts. (laughs) 
I, I, my excuse for not listening to the podcast is that I, I get to listen to it in the making every Sunday. But that's true. So you listen to the live version every week. I get to listen week. to the live version. And uh, we're friends with you guys, so it's a live version all the time. All right. Well, I think <laughs> that is it. That's that. That is it. Thank you very much, wives. I don't really think you guys are nerds. I think you're adorable. <laughs> Mike, and, and, I, I have to say, I have to say, microphone Tony is a little bit different from real life Tony. <laughs> <laughs> microphone Tony is a slightly different character. Like it, it, she looks the same and has a similar voice, but it's not quite the same person. This is my, this is <laughs> my hands are so sweaty right now. <laughs> that's real Tony. Okay, that's real Tony right there. That's not microphone. I'm very Tony. wiggly and my hands are kind of sweaty. <laughs> Thank you very and much. And I, right. I can't stop leaning towards the microphone. <laughs> See, you do make that face. <laughs> uh, so I don't know why they put up with us. I don't know why they put up with us either, but they are fantastic. They are fantastic. So uh, thank you for joining us on the program, Catherine and Tony. Thank you for remaining married to us. And I hope you never listen to this. <laughs> I don't think there's much chance of that. No, probably not. So, our next segment is uh, the Cryptic Crossword. Solving Cryptic Crossword Solving with Fraser Simpson from the March 2010 yes, issue March of 2010. Games Magazine. We're yes. going to do two clues. Two more. We have 16 down. Uh, numeration 8. Uh, the clue is, to take the first step in it, I had dinner. Okay. To take the first step is the definition. Good. In it, I had dinner. I n. I T I, that's in it I, uh-huh. and then had dinner is eight. So okay. in it I ate. Initiate, which means to take the first step. Very good. You do the next one. Lifetime. Lifetime, thank you. Uh, what is the next one? The this one, one, one 27 across. 27 across. Uh, it's a nine letter word. English church reader with a line concerning voters. English church reader with a line concerning voters. We already have the first letter, which is an E. And the fifth letter, which was a T, which we got from initiate. Uh, the word is electoral. Electoral. electoral or electoral. Either which, one. Which do you say? Electoral or electoral? The, the electoral college. The electoral college. Uh, no. Here's what I think it is. I don't know that I like this one. Um, English, I think, just means the letter E. E for English. Okay. I don't know if I love that. Church reader, I think, is a lector. Uh-huh. A lector? Is that a church reader? I don't know. Uh, with a line. So with a. E, lector, a. And for line, I guess just the letter L. E, oh, you lector, know what? Maybe a, L. An L is a line. Oh, maybe an L is a line. Oh, that's good. I like that. Okay. With a line. A line. And concerning voters. If it's concerning voters, it is electoral. Electoral. All right. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I got both of these, but then had to reverse... Solve well, that the... happens a lot with the cryptic crosswords. You figure out words that can go there based on the letters you have and maybe something out of the clue. And then you have to go back and try to figure out how it actually comes together. I guess you don't have to. Well, no, you, you usually do, though. Isn't that fun. sort of the fun? That is the fun. Yeah. All right, so that uh, that is... We, we are, I would say, we are 76% done. 77% done? Okay. 77% done. We're sure. almost done. Our next segment is Jabberwordy. Jabberwordy. Okay, this first is... of all, Eric Peterson 
is awesome. Eric Peterson, you totally win. This is fantastic. For, for, we should mention, because we mentioned this on the blog, but I don't think we mentioned this on the podcast. He did, he found absolute proof that Shane Victorino hacked our blog. That's true, he did, and he has photographic evidence. In uh, the, from the Philadelphia airport. Yep. It's so actually in his resume. <laughs> <laughs> very bizarre. It's I know, it's there. It's odd thing to put in your resume. It is, but he's pretty proud, I guess, Shane. Is, yes. Is proud of having hacked us. He's flaunting it. He is. Just showcasing this amongst his talents for hitting. Yes. Uh, and fielding and whatever else he does. So not only did Eric Peterson do that, but he's also written us a poem. Yeah. That I guess is spoken to the tune of Jabberwocky. I don't think Jabberwocky has a tune. I think he's basically sort of written a, 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 a parody of the Jabberwocky yes. poem. But uh, he's made it about us and our show yes. and this community of crossword people. Uh, well, that's what it is. So, All right, so we're going. This to... is called Jabber Wordy. Yes. And it was written, as he says, in commemoration of Filmian episode number one hundred. Yes. Twas tea time, and the crossy cans did not enable in the pock. All Gorski were the fair dans, and the hinman or bock. Beware the jabber word, Brian, the jowls that fight, the vowels that scorn. Beware the ginsmat bird, and shun the sullivus thorn. He took his lexic tome in hand, long time the quiglish foe he sought. So rested he by the rexitwee, and stood a while in thought. While transpositional he stood, the jabber word with grids of flame came fiddling through the orangey wood. And barked as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the lexicon went crossing down. He filled it in, then with a grin, gamashed back into town. And hast thou solved the jabber word? Come to my arms, my snowitz boy. O ricey day, puzzoo, poulet, he shortzled in his joy. Twas tea time, and the crossy cans did not nagle in the pock. All Gorski were the fair dans. And the Hinman, or Bach. That's unbelievable. Lifetime. Lifetime, exactly. Lifetime. Lifetime. Wow. How Oh on my earth? god, wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay, first of all, shortsold. Shortsold. Might be my favorite That's word fantastic. of all. That's fantastic. Shortsold. Shortsold, Noth and Nagel. Yeah, I mean, it's just full. It is just full. Fair Dan. Genius. It got transpositional in there. Oh my god, and fiddling. Fiddling. <laughs> <laughs> Fiddling, yes. <laughs> he had filled it in. Oh, it's just fantastic. Brilliant. This is I like this much better than Jabberwocky. Oh my god, if yes. The, if the, the crossword was about this Yes, I'd have gotten it. Like boom. That. Just there boom you go. Goes None the of that brilling and slithy oh. and nonsense. So thank you, Eric Peterson. We look forward to your next this goes up on the uh, on the board. With whatever the Crosscan did, we have the Crosscan semi-autobiographical piece, and the and then in the in the in the interwebs we have uh, Jonah Kagan's ukulele song and and the Sean Vonsathorn whistling his the, whispering his name. Oh the, no, the sheet music, Dan Fayer's sheet music of the uh, viewer mail song, of the viewer mail song. Yes, which, which I, I think Rosanna yeah, Yeller he, he and, and her orchestra <laughs> used for that performance. <laughs> yeah, I there's an orchestra too. Is was there? Well, you know. It, Hard to hear. You might want to rewind and listen again. They follow her around. They do. Isn't that how what opera singers do? They are followed by an entourage of of uh, readists and. <laughs> yes, I think so. All right. So uh, I'm going to introduce this contest of now because you did it. Well, sort of. The contest of now 
is a an unbelievable crossword that 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 was devised by one Brian Simmet. Okay. It is twelve. Ten. It is ten interconnected crossword puzzles. Yeah. And there's a meta answer that goes through all ten. Yes. It's unbelievable. Well, there there is that. That is true. There this is, is true. It, it is believable, for it is true. <laughs> for it is. Believe it, for it is true. <laughs> that was the first name of that Ripley show. <laughs> Believe it, for it is true? Yes. But then, Before they changed it to Ripley's yeah. Believe It or Not. Yeah, they, they changed it. They thought it would scan better. <laughs> fit, fit better on the t-shirts. Uh, so this is unbelievable. We're not going to give away too much. But uh, there are going to be two versions. There's two versions. There's a hard version and there's an easy version. Yes. The, the easy version, is, I mean, it's not that it's super easy, but the easy version has the instructions and tells you what to do and uh, is a little bit more straightforward for just solving a set of ten crossword puzzles. Yes. The hard version is harder in different ways. It's the same puzzles, it's the same answers, it's the same clues, but what makes it harder is that there are no instructions and uh, all of the clues are just on one page. That, like all the clues to all the puzzles are all mixed together, and you have to figure out which clues go with which puzzles. It's, it's Take great. a look at it, and you'll see I, it is solvable this way. Mm-hmm. It is just a, a different kind of a challenge. But they're both available, so it's not like you're stuck with one. If you want to try out the hard one first and see if you can do it, awesome. And then if you get stuck, go to the easier. Are we going to have different prizes for the easy and the hard? No, there's still just one prize, one for, prize. The, for the answer. One yeah. prize. Now, where can they find this? Uh, it's going to be on the website at bemoresmarter.com with the post that has this podcast in it. Yes. There will be uh, two downloads available, both in PDF format uh, of the puzzle suite. All right. And if for some reason version. you can't find it or whatnot, just email us at rbxblog at gmail.com. And, and this we'll week's just... password is Orangicot. 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 I mean, it has to be spelled correctly. Yeah, the password this week is Orangicot. 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 Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, so just, just email us and we can send it to you if you can't find it. But it will be on the blog. And, oh, what's the prize? Oh, and the prize is, the prize is a uh, free entry to Lollapazoola and the Pizza Party. It's uh, a $25 prize. A $25 prize. So free entry to Lollapazoola 3 and at the Pizza Party or uh, two crossword puzzle books of your choosing. Yeah, but if you pick the the prize uh, of the free uh, entry, you have to come to Lollapazoola. So Bruce Sutphin, if you win this yeah. and you pick the, that prize, you better show up. Yeah. So Kate yeah. Todd, forget about yeah, that. Forget nonsense. that. Family vacation. Family vacation. No. New no, no, baby. No. 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 no, 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 no. Bring everybody to the thing. Sure. We could, we could use help scoring. So if you can have the new baby. <laughs> Yeah, you could just teach the new baby to like hold a pencil and, yes. and scribble on stuff. That's all we need. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we want all the Sutfins there. The small and the not as small. The young and the not so young. The attoseconds <laughs> and the zettoseconds. Exactly. Behold, on the horizon, I come. I am. So I love this guy's name. Ian. Ian. Go ahead. Uh, no. No, you go ahead. 
Ian Livengood. Ian Livengood. Livengood. Wow. What a great name. Yeah. All right, so this is all about board games. Yes. I'm terribly... Sorry. I haven't got a... Clue. It's worth the... Parcheesi. Yes, that's right. Have you... How was the last time you played Clue? Uh, I haven't played the game Clue in a... In a very long time. I feel it's not, it's not as good as we might think it is. Probably not. I think the movie is good. Yeah. You know there's a new Scrabble coming out. Have we talked about this? This new version of Scrabble? Oh. There's, there's two Scrabble issues. And honestly, I don't know if they're the same issue or they're different issues. One is that now Scrabble, like, there's a version that allows you to play proper names. Right. Which I, I don't know what that's all about. And why do you have to buy a new version of Scrabble in order to play proper names anyway? It seems like it's just a Why rule couldn't change. I just... Put a proper name down with right. my existing Scrabble set. Part two, part two of my problem, the second part of my two-part problem, is that the colors are changing. The colors are changing. This isn't going to bother you, but it bothers me. The colors are changing. It used to be, it used to be uh, uh, red for triple word, pink for double word, dark blue for triple letter, light blue for double letter, and now it's like green and yellow and red and orange, and I don't know what these colors are. Oh... <sighs> Tuesday, April 13th, by Alex Boisvert. Wow, he pronounces that one a little like you do. <laughs> wow. See? See? Maybe, I I, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm part Norse. Maybe. Part Norse. Maybe you part are Norse. part Norse. <laughs> Ian, part Norse. <laughs> so this was uh, Shades of Blue. This, this I couldn't get at all. Shades of Blue. You I couldn't could, get this? Because I'm colorblind. But you solved this. This was at the Boston Crossword oh, Puzzle Tournament. Oh, I did solve it. You're this right. This was Puzzle 2 at the Boston Crossword tournament this right? was this was so we had powder room powder blue skydiving sky blue baby, baby one, one more time. time i thought it was i thought that song was hit me baby one more time so did i and so the it's a britney spears song but i thought it was hit me baby one i more took time. the i took the time i did the research and i watched this video hit Which me video? baby one more time oh yeah oh my god she's it's like 13 years old yeah and she's all with the moving around and stuff yeah and i couldn't i had to shut it off really you've never seen any of that before i you know i had I mean, this was like 10 years I ago realized right? it, but i hadn't seen it for years and years yeah. and years and now that she's been through all this stuff you know i come back and i watch it again and i think that might not have been the best yeah. way to spend your 16th year on the planet yeah probably not probably but, not well, she probably had a good time at that time probably Wednesday, April 14th, by Jonah Kagan. Uh, yes, you know what? Uh, we really what? should have gotten some sort of uh, tarp. <laughs> <laughs> the storm is getting a little bit out of hand. This is a little bit ridiculous. Uh, is, is, is Thor getting closer? I don't what know, is happening? But it's, it's, it's I feel a... like we're going to have to do something before too this much This might longer. not have been the best idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All so, right. So, so this Jonah, is, this Jonah, is friend, this Jonah is, Kagan, uh, Jag and a Hank. Yes, the, uh, the the namesake. Is it is it an eponym when 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 what you've named after a person has been anagrammed? Is that an eponym? I guess so. Or is that a something else in it? Anagramonym? <laughs> I think it's an anagram. Who was it? My father, XOP. My father. Yes. Gainu. 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 My father reads the blog. But he doesn't listen to the podcast, so right. he uh, he heard he read the thing on the blog where I talked about Jonah's puzzle, and I made some sarcastic joke about how it just so happened that our theme music was an anagram of this kid's name. Uh-huh. He thought that actually was a coincidence. <laughs> he hadn't realized that we named our music after Jonah. I think you know what I think about XOP. <laughs> I think he he has this little show going on <laughs> where he likes to pretend that he's stupider than I he think actually he does is. Have that show? Yeah, and I mean, it's does. a good show. It's a fun show. But I think I figured out the ending. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just say that. 
that's that's. that's we talk about the puzzle. Well, here's the one thing that we should mention okay. is that Jonah Kagan attends Brown University. Yes. And this puzzle was featured in the Brown University crossword tournament. Yes. Which does not get the play and publicity of the Boston crossword tournament, I guess, because there's. I don't know why. Maybe it's just exclusive to Brown. Maybe it could it's, be. But oh, no, she, because Eric Maddy won it. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. He yeah. Did, he, he showed up and he won like two tournaments <laughs> in a day. Like he won Brown, then he won Harvard, and now he's got two I don't colleges. know why we don't know anything about the Brown. I mean, Will Shorts goes to it. Yeah. It's a tournament. We need to find out about it. Yeah. So anyway. Let so, us know. We can go to the next one. So it was featured because Jonah Kagan goes to Brown, and, and, it's, and it's also a good puzzle. It's got uh, the word heart, and then the, the letters of heart cycle through. Uh, each theme entry. Is right. that a good way to describe that? Sure. Sort of. Kind of. Near to one's heart is the first entry. Right. Then seen but not heard, and you have the letters of heart. But the T H E A R. Right. So yeah. the T is got from the back. Yep. Got to and the so front. it keeps doing that through the sequence. You got northeast, right? Parthenon freeze, which. That's not a real thing. No, it's not a thing. Maybe in brown. Maybe. If you go to brown. If you go to Brown. And I, then, we have to move faster. This rain is really starting uh, to then annoy then Earth shattering. Yes, earth shattering. Very good. Thursday, 8th, 15th, by June Pop, Swirl of Discord, and Brendan Emmett Quimby download of Sorry, Tom Selleck, Magna P.I. Oh my god, that's okay. okay, enough, enough I, with that. I am I drenched. He's, he's taking his time now with these names just to like <laughs> soak us in the rain and Alright, so this this uh, was puzzle number This was four. puzzle four at the Boston tournament. And, and I think uh, everybody was surprised when they were able to solve it. I was surprised. I was, was yeah. It was very difficult. I can't hear you. What? What? The thunder. The what? Th- <laughs> this had uh, Boston accents. Uh, Boston accent. Wayne Banner. Yes. Uh, experimental error, which is not a thing. An experimental, experimental error. error. Yeah. Is not a thing either. Ah, I see. Is it? I don't know. All right. Friday, April 16th, by Eric Berlin. Uh, Eric Berlin! Eric Berlin! Oh, I can't even see the page anymore. Uh, It's pouring in here. um, I'm dripping. I couldn't figure this one out. I could figure this one out. (laughs) Well, then you should talk about it. (laughs) Give me the puzzle. Here. The ink is seeping and dripping. Uh, this had awesome stuff. I love 26 across. Its purpose is frightening. Scarecrow. Yes. That's fantastic. I really enjoyed that clue a lot. Very good. Uh, the whole thing I thought was fun. This is good Friday. I thought it was fun also. Friday is supposed to be our wheelhouse, and for you, no wheels. No wheels. I haven't been able to finish a Friday in, I feel, weeks. I like this one a lot. Very good. Eric Berlin, you're awesome. Saturday. Seventeen by Tim Croce. Thor, back up! My God! Back up! Show us to shelter! You know what? We should be standing a lee of Thor. <laughs> we should be. All right. Oh, so my God. I could not solve this. This was by Tim Croce. Tim Croce. Tim Croce. I was able to solve it. I was not. This took me a very long time. <laughs> Go ask your mother. What? Go ask your mother. Was one of the clues. <laughs> Sorry, one of the entries. Oh my god. The clue, oh, Borstel Boy. Never heard of it. What? Never heard of Borstel Boy. Why do you ask? What? <laughs> huh? Buzz. 
Lightyear! Sunday, April 18th by Randolph Ross. What? <laughs> I didn't love this puzzle. I thought it blew. <laughs> It was a clever theme executed weirdly. It was very odd. <laughs> oh my god. I can't see. I can't hear. Thor, get out of my life. Go away. Thor, thank you, but... <laughs> thank you for listening. Happy 100. <laughs> we'll see you in two years from 200. Good night, Joey. Swiss cheese, bread, coleslaw, pastrami, tongue, bread. That's a double, because there's two levels. So there's four pieces of bread in a triple-decker sandwich? I thought triple-decker meant three pieces of bread. No, that only makes two. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. It's